evening, everyone. Welcome to the October 26, 2022 Rancho Santa Margarita City Council meeting. I'm going to go ahead and call the meeting to order. Councilman Ricker, would you lead us in the pledge tonight? Thank you. Would you please rise, place your hand over your heart, and recite the pledge along with me? Ms. Diaz, can we get a roll call, please? Mayor Figueroa? Here. Mayor Pro Tem Holloway? Here. Councilmember Beal? Here. Councilmember Gamble? Here. Councilmember Migger? Here. Okay, wonderful. We're going to move on to presentations and proclamations. Mayor Pro Tem, will you join me, please? So this year we started a new program and that's to recognize our businesses in our city that have been here a long time or have done something very special. And tonight we are so excited to have one of our favorite restaurants here, Todos Santos. So I'd like to bring up Dan Miller and Daniel Osorio. Come on up. This is Daniel. Hey, Bill. Hi, Daniel. I haven't met you yet. Well, good to see you. I've seen you at the restaurant, though. Todos Santos opened its doors in Rancho Santa Margarita in 2019 to rave reviews, not only for its wonderful menu, but also the stunning atmosphere. Todos Santos hosted a Dia, Dia de los Muertes. Did I say that right? Yes, grand opening celebration this very week three years ago, inviting the community to enjoy craft cocktails and their vibrant menu items. And Toto Santos soon became a popular choice for Taco Tuesday, live music and dining, and football specials. Today, business partners Dan Miller and Daniel Osario lead the thriving Toto Santos team. They take pride in creating authentic Mexican food and are known best for their unique approach to creating delicious and original menu items from scratch using the same technique that had been a part of Mexican cuisine for centuries. Everything on the Todos Santos menu is locally sourced, which is so important, and made fresh daily, earning them a recent coveted Michelin mention of distinction in 2022. An excerpt from the Michelin Guide describes Todos Santos as follows. Todos Santos owners may not be from Mexico, but thanks to living in SoCal, they have a strong grasp over the nation's cuisine. The guide goes on to say the staff is friendly and attentive to request. Head to the patio when the sun is out to savor halibut tacos with a salad of cabbage, avocado, and pico de gallo. The Veracruz vegetarian enchilada is another favorite, teeming with vegetables and salsa verde. Come rain or shine, churros are a wonderful way to end the meal. And your mole is absolutely fantastic. 
So we're so proud of you, Dan and Daniel. Thank you so much for being a part of our Rancho Santa Margarita community. And we're so proud of this Michelin coveted recognition. So congratulations. And Deanne, I'm wondering if you can maybe tell us a little bit about what Todos Santos means, and then also about the Michelin recognition as well. Well, first of all, we'd, <clears throat> we'd like to share an immense amount of appreciation for the city. Um, we were just talking tonight, and I do want to make a couple of small corrections. Uh, Morgan Wisby is one of our partners as well, and an integral part of what we've done ever since the beginning. And Daniel joined our team actually as partner in July of 2020 after uh, we were just discussing a pretty devastating Cinco de Mayo. Uh, and so Daniel is Mexican and does give a lot of that history and a lot of that authenticity to what we do today. Um, so this was a part of the changes in the transition that happened with Todos. Um, <clears throat> very challenging opening in 2019, ran it right into COVID, uh, and ultimately had to make a lot of modifications and adjustments. Uh, many restaurants go under within a year, most go under within three. We just crossed the three-year boundary and we're really proud of where things have, have come. Um, ultimately, going forward, we know that we're in the right hands as far as operationally. Um, I really believe in what we're doing. I do believe the cuisine continues to improve. The Michelin distinction kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, we were identified as one of the 31 restaurants in Orange County with this distinction. Um, it definitely puts us on the map as far as Michelin stars, but this is way beyond anything we're even considering. Uh, most of these things are maintained within hotel restaurants that are funded and supported and not necessarily needing to be profitable. Um, as you can see, uh, our entire families are involved in this. This is our lives. This is our pocketbook. Um, so the distinction really means almost twice as much because you're pursuing profitability simultaneous to the excellence of, of uh, service and the excellence of the cuisine. So really an impressive thing. Uh, we give a lot of credit to Daniel and his, uh, his overall uh, development of what we've done. And, um, and I would say that you know, today uh, we will continue to carry forward this torch and we, we really couldn't be happier to be doing it in Rancho Santa Margarita. So thank you and thank you for, for, uh, for all of that, you, everything you've provided. Um, there are a number of the council here and the planning commission folks that we've gotten to know well and have appreciated all the support from the start. Thank you.
On the agenda tonight also was recognition of the RSM Chamber of Commerce for Rancho Family Fest 2022, but unfortunately due to a family emergency, we're going to postpone that to another time. So thank you. Okay, we're gonna move on to schedule a future events. Ms. City Manager. Thank you very much, Mayor Figueroa, members of the City Council. We have a number of events to announce uh, this evening. First is on Saturday, October 29th. That's coming up this Saturday. The City of Rancho Santa Margarita Police Services will be participating in National Prescription Medication Take Back Day. The event will take place from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m here at the Rancho Santa Margarita City Hall parking lot. Participants will be able to safely and conveniently dispose of unwanted, unused, and expired prescription medications. Unfortunately, we cannot accept needles or sharps. The event is free and drop-off is anonymous. For more information, please visit the city's website or call 714-647-4133. Next, on Monday, October 31st, the City of Rancho Santa Margarita will be participating in Sam Lark's Halloween Family Festival. The event will take place from 2 to 5 p.m. at Central Park. There will be trick-or-treating, costume contests, bounce houses and inflatables, child and pet costume parade, music games, vendors, a festive photo opportunity, and more. For more information, please visit samlark.org or call 949-709. 4006. A new event for us this year is Clean California Dump Day. On Saturday, November 5th, the city of Rancho Santa Margarita, Caltrans, and Applied Medical is hosting Clean California Dump Day from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. at Applied Medical's R100 building located at 29977 Avenida de las Banderas. Residents can dispose of bulky items at no cost. This free event provides a convenient way for residents to dispose of irregular or oversized items. The general municipal election will be held on Tuesday, November 8th for three members of the city council. The Orange County Registrar of Voters Office has established vote centers and ballot drop box locations throughout the city. There are a total of three vote centers and two ballot drop box locations within the city. The vote centers are at the following locations. Rancho Santa Margarita Branch Library, Bell Tower Regional Community Center, and Tribuco Canyon Water District. The hours vary and you're encouraged to visit the Registrar Voters website. Ballot drop boxes are accessible 24 hours a day from October 10th to November 8th up until 8 p.m at the following locations, Calvary Chapel Rancho Santa Margarita and the Rancho Santa Margarita Branch Library. Coming up also is Veterans Day. The city invites veterans and their families to a reception and recognition on Wednesday, November 9th 
At 6.30 p.m., there will be a reception with light refreshments served in the quiet lounge at the community center, followed by a recognition in the city hall council chambers at 7 p.m. All veterans are invited to participate in this important recognition. We are currently seeking photos of veterans to include in our presentation. If there is a veteran you would like to recognize, please contact the Community Services Department at 949-216-9700. You may also visit the city's website for more details. We hope you will join us to honor the men and women of our community for their service. And then finally, City Hall will be closed on Friday, November 11th in observance of the Veterans Day holiday. Thank you. All right, thank you very much. Moving on to public comments, this is the time to address the City Council on any matter not listed on this agenda that is within the subject matter jurisdiction of the City Council. Public comments are limited to three minutes per person and a time limit of 15 minutes for the segment of the public comments portion of the agenda. And I do have one public speaker tonight, Chris McLaughlin. Good evening. Good evening, Mayor, City Council. Um, seeing how this is the last meeting before the election, I thought I'd give some feedback on the mailer, the slight mailer that you mailed to our house. Um, it's actually addressed to my wife, who's a registered Democrat, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, for those of you on the phone, it's the one with uh, Jerry, uh, Ann, and Brad standing in front of the lake with the same picture of them uh, in front of some balloons. And my first impression is, I look at this and I see a majority of an elected uh, government body in California meeting in a, in a meeting that's not available to the public, discussing your plans for the city and priorities, which when you say it like that, sounds like a textbook example of a Brown Act violation. So I'm wondering uh, if anyone thought of that before they mailed this out to presumably most of the voters in the city. Um, I'm really curious on how this was paid for. Um, it's got all of your uh, campaign committees on here with what looks like Ann's home address. And um, the disclosures that are due tomorrow uh, should cover this one. Uh, I'm wondering how that worked out with the joint financing. Um, I looked on the last ones uh, dated September 24th. Um, I, think, I think that's what this event is. It looks like this is your uh, joint uh, campaign kickoff. The one that Jerry said he already paid for. Ann said he oh, uh, paid Jerry the money, but Jerry didn't say he got it. And then Brad said he owes Jerry the money. Uh, I think these guys did about $1,000 of Salindas that you kicked off. That's a lot of food. Um, one other thing about this mailer, uh, well, two things. One is, is it's like you're in a group, and like what is your value as a candidate? Is it an individual thing, or is it just you're part of, uh, I would call it a cabal that runs this town? Um, and then the other thing is the general appeal is sort of fear-based, and that really offends me to sort of uh, campaign based on what people should be scared of. Um, we live in, I think it's the safest, uh, second safest city in the country and the safest city of our size. It says it right there. And that's your first bullet point is, you know, we should be you know, afraid not to reelect all three of you uh, or else we won't be safe. Uh, RSM is financially strong. Uh, that's true. It's not like if we don't uh, reelect all of you, it's going to you know, fall apart. And then the RSM provides a special quality of life. It's like, well, it's really nebulous. It's sort of creepy in terms of what's quality of life to you is not what might be the same thing to me. And uh, I don't know what that really means, but it's kind of itemized here. So um, 
there's uh, four people running for three spots. So two of you are definitely getting reelected. Uh, I'm not going to vote for any of you. I'd like to see the um, potential for a Brown Act violation reduced. If there's only two of you, it wouldn't be a majority of the body, and that would be legal. So, and, and don't worry about me suing you. I don't do that. I just come here for public accountability. Okay, thank you. Bye. Thank you. Okay, moving on to, um, first of all, Ms. Diaz, is there any other public? Con That's it, right? Amen. Okay, thank you very much. Moving on to the consent calendar. All matters on the consent calendar are to be approved in one motion unless a council member, staff, or a member of the public requests a separate action on a specific item on the consent calendar. I'll entertain a motion to approve. I'll move to approve the consent calendar. Is there a second? Second. All in favor say aye. 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 Consent calendar is approved. Moving on to public hearing items. There are none this evening. Moving to continued item, there are none. And now we are moving on to 7.1, new business. Ordinances amending Title 10, buildings and construction of the Rancho Santa Margarita Municipal Code by adopting the California Building Standards Code 2022 edition, California Code of Regulations, Title 24, including the California Building Code, Residential Code, Green Building Standards Code, Electrical Code, Plumbing Code, Mechanical Code, Administrative Code, Energy Code, Fire Code, Historical Building Code, Existing Building Code, and Reference Standards Code, together with certain amendments, additions, and deletions, and adopting the 2021 International Swimming Pool and Spa Code and 2021 Property Maintenance Code. Ms. Kuda. Thank you, Mayor Figueroa. Good evening. State law requires that the California Building Standards Commission adopt and publish California Building Standard Codes every three years. New codes were recently published for the current triennial code cycle and automatically go into effect on January 1 of 2023. It's important to note that there's not just one building code. What we refer to collectively as the building codes actually consists of 12 separate codes which are listed in your staff report. While the building codes will automatically take effect, the city goes through the adoption process every cycle in order to enact modifications known as local amendments. State law permits local jurisdictions to make amendments as long as the modifications are at least as stringent as the requirements adopted by the state. To make local amendments, the city must make findings that the modifications respond to local climatic, geological, or topographical conditions. The process for adopting the building codes is to approve ordinances which adopt all of the codes by reference into Title 10 of the Municipal Code. These ordinances make modifications to address specific local conditions as well as provide for administrative procedures. In this case, we are proposing local amendments to only three of the 13 codes, those being the California Building Code, the California Residential Code, and the California Fire Code, and each of those amendments are explained in your staff report. The city has adopted a number of local amendments during each of the prior code adoption cycles. Some of the amendments are administrative in nature, such as designating our building and safety staff as the appeal authority, and others relate to local conditions, such as requirements for Class A roofing. Local amendments do not carry over from prior cycles and must be adopted with each new addition of the building codes. Consistent with past code adoption cycles, we've separated the proposed amendments into two ordinances, which both amend Title 10 of the Municipal Code, which is entitled Buildings and Construction. 
One ordinance addresses local amendments to the building and residential codes, and the second addresses local amendments to the fire code. The fire code amendments are those that are recommended by the Orange County Fire Authority. We did meet with OCFA early in the process to understand their proposed amendments, and we are recommending all of the amendments that they have requested. At this time, we recommend that the City Council conduct a first reading of the proposed ordinances and set a date for a second reading and public hearing on November 9th. We have our building and safety staff, our building official Ted Halsey is here tonight, as well as staff from the Orange County Fire Authority. Um, and together we'd be happy to answer any questions that you have regarding this item. Before I conclude, uh, we are legally required to read the entire ordinance title into the record at least once. So the maker of the motion can do that at the appropriate time, the mayor can do that, or I can read it now as staff's recommendation and then it's in the record and we've, we've dispensed with that requirement. It's up to you, uh, Madam Mayor, your preference. I'll go ahead and continue. Okay. <clears throat> Okay, so staff recommends that the City Council introduce for first reading, read by title only, and waive further reading of an ordinance entitled, an ordinance of the City Council of the City of Rancho Santa Margarita, California, amending Title 10, Buildings and Construction of the Rancho Santa Margarita Municipal Code by adopting the 2022 edition of the California Building Standards Code, California Code of Regulations, Title 24, consisting of the 2022 California Building Code, including Appendix B and I, based on the 2021 International Building Code, the 2022 California Residential Code, including Appendix AH, AO, and AV, based on the 2021 International Residential Code, the 2022 Green Building Standards Code, the 2022 California Plumbing Code, based on the 2021 Uniform Plumbing Code, the 2022 California Mechanical Code, based on the 2021 Uniform Mechanical Code, the 2022 California Administrative Code, the 2022 California Electrical Code, based on the 2020 National Electrical Code, the 2022 California Reference Standards Code, the 2022 California Energy Code, the 2022 California Historical Building Code, and the 2022 California Existing Building Code, together with certain amendments, additions, and deletions, and adopting the 2021 International Swimming Pool and Spa Code and the 2021 International Property Maintenance Code. Additionally, staff recommends that the City Council introduce for first reading, read by title only, and waive further reading of an ordinance entitled, an ordinance of the City Council of the City of Rancho Santa Margarita, California, amending sections 10.06 and 10.07 of Title 10, Buildings and Construction, of the Rancho Santa Margarita Municipal Code by adopting the 2022 edition of the California Fire Code, California Code of Regulations, Title 24, Part 9, including Appendices B, 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 C, 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 and H, based on the 2021 International Fire Code, together with certain amendments, additions, and deletions. That concludes my presentation. I'd be happy to answer any questions. Thank you. Thank you, Cheryl. Council, do we have any questions for staff tonight? No questions from council. Okay. Um, this is a receive and file, Mr. City Attorney, correct? So staff recommends that you um, move staff, staff's okay. recommendation, which is the uh, first reading of the ordinance okay. and setting the public hearing for November 9th. Okay, I'll entertain a motion. I'll move the staff recommendation. I'll second. All in favor say aye. 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 
And Madam Mayor, I just want to make a quick comment. So I really appreciate the um, the changes. I spent some time with uh, Cheryl and Jennifer on the phone reviewing some edits, and I want uh, that were subsequently taken back to OCFA. Uh, they've been incorporated, and I want to thank uh, Lori Smith, our fire marshal from the Orange County Fire Authority, who represents practically every square inch of Orange County. And thank you so much for being here. Uh, in person this evening. I know you have a, an enormous uh, area of responsibility. And uh, some of the collaboration that occurred involved um, Chief Smith, and we thank you very much. So we, we have a better product here uh, than when we started with it. And I thank everybody. Thank you very much. Wonderful job. Thank you. Okay, we're going to be moving on to public comments. This is the time to address the City Council on any matter not listed on this agenda that is within the subject matter jurisdiction of the City Council. Public comments are limited to three minutes per person. This segment of the public comments portion of the agenda should not exceed a total of 15 minutes. Amy, do we have any public comments? There are none. Okay, thank you. Moving on, City Manager Report, Ms. Cervantes. I have nothing this evening, thank you. Thank you. Moving on to matters presented by mayor and council members, committee assignment reports, the Foothill Eastern Transportation Corridor Agencies. Councilmember Beal. I, I have nothing of substance to report. It was a pretty routine meeting, so I'm going to spare you any detailed report tonight. Okay, thank you. And moving on to 10.2, council member reports and comments. Any reports from council this evening? No. Nothing? Okay. Okay, moving on to adjournment. The next regular meeting of the City Council will be held Wednesday, November 9th, 2022 at 7 p.m. in the City Council Chambers. Meeting adjourned.